everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Dr. Kathy King and I want you to know you are important to us. We are thrilled that you're here with us today for another episode of Writing Works Wonders. Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. We're so pleased you're with us for our first ever author celebration and ideas for holiday shopping. I am so excited that this is our first ever celebration of authors in our communities of American Council of the Blind and Behind Our Eyes and Beyond. And I am pleased to introduce to you my fabulous co-host, Cheryl McNeil Fisher. And I have a fabulous co-host too. Thanks, Cassie. Hi, everybody. We are so happy you're here with us today. What a wonderful day we have with all our guest authors. We will ask them to introduce their books. We're gonna call on them one at a time and tell us where we can find them. So our first author will be Alice Matza. Thank you, Kathy. Well, tis the season to talk about my book because my book is called The Christmas Carriage and Other Writings of the Holiday Season. My book actually begins with Thanksgiving and spans through January. And I know you also asked us to tell a little bit about ourselves first, so I guess I should say that I am a retired instructor of English at a technical college where I was for 20 years, the last 20 years of my teaching career. And after I retired, I decided that instead of grading all of those papers, I wanted to do the writing that I never had enough time to do before. So that's what I've been doing in my retirement. I've had a blog since January of 2013. And through that blog, I collected enough pieces to compile a short, or what I like to call a little gift book, of holiday writings. The first three pieces are concerning Thanksgiving, and then I go into pre-Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas, New Year's Eve, and then a little into January with this variety of pieces, short stories, memoirs essays, and even two how-to pieces besides the poetry that is for not only adults, it would be very good for children also. The book is available from Bard at DBC08305, so you can listen to the audio book and decide if you would like to purchase a print book for a friend or relative, or it's also available in Braille. And I'm delighted to say that it's available in Braille from Audio and Braille Literacy Enhancement here in Milwaukee. But if you go to my author's page, you can find out about all of this availability very easily. And it's the http colon slash slash as in dog, L, D, D as in dog again, books.com slash, and then my first and last name slash. So it's dldbooks.com slash A-L-I-C-E-M-A-S-S-A slash. 
And all the links are there. There's a description of the lovely cover of my book. And there's also a way to enlarge the cover of the book, if that helps anyone to see this beautiful festive cover. It's only 101 pages, so it's just the perfect size for a little gift book for a hostess gift, something of that sort. And I hope that everyone... Uh, will take advantage of the audio book and give this holiday book a listen. And thank you very much. I saw you post that you like to gift books to people of authors you know to be able to support them. Are there certain types of books that you veer towards that you think of, or do you base it on the personal interests of people? Well, I read the books from my friends and decide, you know, who would that best go to? And then I order that number of books and give them out as either holiday gifts or birthday gifts or just thank you gifts. But I do like to have uh, extra copies of books that my friends have written to give out as gifts. And many people whom I know know that those are the books I, I like to give out. And a friend recently told me, I have a place on my bookshelf just for authors who are blind and visually impaired. <laughs> so that's really nice. And I always, too, like to say one of the best remarks that anyone has given me about my book is that they put my book away with their Christmas decoration, and then they read it again each holiday season. That's the wonderful part about doing a holiday book. It's really fun to have books of friends on my bookshelf and also have some extras to give out as gifts. Thanks, Alice. You're welcome. I love the idea of a hostess gift, too. What a great idea. Annie Chiapetta. Mm -hmm. How is everybody today? It's a little cold. (laughs) I don't know if I'm ready for it. (laughs) So I'm from New Rochelle, New York, and I have four published books. The first one is called Upwelling Poems, and it was published in 2016, and it's a short volume. It's only 86 pages of my poems. It's a nice little volume of poems to get to know me. The next book is called Follow Your Dog, A Story of Love and Trust, and it was my first memoir based on more or less on blog posts that I collected over the years after being parted with my first Guiding Eyes guide dog, Barona. And that was published in 2017. It's got a nice cover of uh, my current dog, my yellow lab, Bailey, when he was about a year old, next to uh, the water um, that he used to play in up in Maine with his puppy razor. So that's a very special book to me. The third book is a collection of poems and essays, nonfiction essays, and it's called Words of Life, Poems and Essays. And that was published in 2019. That's a little bit more involved in terms of how many poems and some of the essays um, that have been included in there. So it's 156 pages. Uh, It also has some photographs. And unfortunately, the soft cover has only the black and white photographs. But if the if you get purchased the Kindle or the ebook, you get the full color photos. So those of you with vision that like to look at the full color photos, you can get the full color versions with the uh, electronic versions. Oh, yes. And Follow Your Dog also has pictures in it because I follow my life with my dogs over the years. And I have pictures of my pet dogs and things like that in there. And the last book that I just released in 2020 
called A String of Stories from the Heart to the Future. It's a collection of 13 short stories. I have two short stories in there that uh, include a visually impaired protagonist. It is an eclectic collection because it has not only has nonfiction, but it also has what I call a soft horror story, nothing really gory or anything, but more like a suspense or thriller type story. It has a science fiction story. It has, like I said, general fiction. It has what they call a paranormal slash magic realism story. So it has a lot to offer people in terms of genre and things like that. So my main website is called anchapetta.com and it's http colon slash slash www.anchiappetta.com. And I'm also a blogger. And my blog is also housed on my website, but if you want to just go to my blog, it's www.thought-wheel.com. There's a little dash between the word thought and the word wheel. And I'd like to read just a very short uh, thing that I wrote on my blog called Technology's Kitten. Not yet a prim princess, rescued from kittenous misadventures undaunted, black fur, Feather dust or tail, live ferrets in and out of indoor playground until she finds the sun. The end. So those are the kinds of things that I put on my blog. Quick reading when you do decide to look at what I write. It could be about kittens, puppies, writing, poetry, other people's work, biographies, things like that. Thank you and have a happy holiday season and everybody stay safe and healthy, and be well. Thank you. Thanks, Annie. Sure. Marlene Massant. Okay, I went on Amazon to check my books prior to the session, and they actually have some deals on my books right now. I have a short chapbook called Edgy Poetry, which would be uh, inexpensive small gift. It has it's either 20 or 30 poems. I can't remember which. It's priced at 308 I believe, for the print version. The Kindle version is $2.99. Uh, so if you're looking for something inexpensive. Then I have a novel called The Cat Stalker Sonnets. I have a passion for mystery. So most of my longer works are mystery novels, Christian mystery novels. Amazon actually has a deal on all the books. I think the Catstalker Sonnets in print is $4.99 right now. And then I have two books in a series, four elements of mystery series, the first two books, The Purging Fire and The Snowball Effect. The Snowball Effect is actually $6 and change right now in print. Best price for the print book for The Purging Fire is actually on christianbook.com because that's a little bit higher priced from Christian faith publishers. It's a series involving uh, my hero and heroine and their uh, life adventures. And they get into some scrapes. My website is marlsmenagerie.com. M-A-R-L-S. M-E-N-A-G-E-R-I-E.com. And if you have any questions, my email is marl.massat, 
my name, M-A-R-L.M-E-S-O-T at gmail.com. And um, I know some of the other authors here and they are absolutely fantastic. Valerie? Thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm a new author. I would like to mention my upcoming book release, Between Two Worlds. It is a book of my prose, poems, and paintings. The title refers to being low vision between the world of the silent and the blind. Being born premature, I was not given much chance of survival. Despite challenges, sometimes daunting, I persevered and prospered. I would like this book to be an inspiration, reminding us all that there's always light that follows the darkest of nights. Anyone with an interest in this look at low vision can email me their book requests or questions at between two worlds 2021 at yahoo.com. Cost of the book is $20 or $10 for low income people. Thank you so much. Thanks, Valerie, and best wishes to you on this. Oh, Congratulations. Yay. It's a great accomplishment to publish your first book. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you very much. It should be out within a couple of weeks. Terrific. I had my horn. I need to, you know what? I'm going to have to put a horn on my desk here, Kat, so I can blow my horn. Yes, for you people. need to. Yes. Uh -huh. Okay. I'm going to get it. I hope it's not an air horn. That's the only no, thing. No, and I always, I always make sure I blow it away from the mic too, so I don't hurt oh, anybody. Good, 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 good. Okay. All right. <laughs> carry on. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Carol Farnsworth. Hi, this is uh, Carol Farnsworth. I also have my first book, and it is a chat book called Leaf Memory. And in this book, I talked about my experience with nature, first as a partially sighted person and then finally with no vision. The book is divided into four sections, starting with summer and ending with spring because those are my two favorite seasons. And in the book, there are pictures, only one that I took, which is the cover called Leaf Memory of my uh, daughter playing in a pile of leaves as a toddler. The other pictures were taken by my husband per my request. As to my background, I'm a speech pathologist, dancer, um, musician, and uh, um, artist. And a couple of years ago, I thought I'd try my hand at writing. I started a blog last year called Blind on the light side, one word with light spelled L-I-T-E, because I seem to find humor and joy in most things that happen to me. Besides that, I'm uh, happy to be here, and I know all the authors, and I know that they are wonderful books that they put out. My book is available also on Amazon as an ebook, print, and on Smashbooks. Fabulous. Thank you. And you're in the right place because we have lots of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Elchel. Peter? 
this is Peter Alshaw from Columbia, Missouri. Uh, many of you know me through one, one way or another, and I have three books. Um, the memoir is Breaking Barriers, Working and Loving While Blind. Um, and it, it, it focuses on about two and a half years of my life, starting from when I got my um, fifth guide dog. And at the time, I, uh, shortly afterwards, my stepmom died. And so it's a sort of tragic time. So I write about that experience and flash forward and flashback. And the book ends with my marriage to uh, uh, Lisa moving out to Columbia. The other two books, Breaking It Down and Connecting the Dots and Writing Elephants, are compilations of short essays on a variety of topics, ranging from sports to politics to uh, rhetorical rabbit holes to music to uh, Christians and Christianity, uh, family stuff. And the, each of the essays, almost all the essays are under 750 words. So it's the kind of book that you can pick up and read called essays, put them down, come back two weeks later, read another essay, put it down, pick it up. You know, So it's not one of those things you have to read from front to back, although I hope that you do. Each of the three books is available on Amazon via ebook and uh, self-cover. Two of the three books, the first two are uh, on Bard, and all three books are available on Bookshare. If you go under Bookshare and, and uh, look for my name, uh, Peter Altschul, A-L-T-S-C-H-U-L, you will find all the th my three books up there. The simplest way to find me, I think, is through Amazon or going to Bookshare, if you have Bookshare. So that's where I'm at these days. Thank you so much, Peter. We appreciate you. you being here. Abby Taylor. All right. I am going to talk to you about my sixth book that just came out last month. It's called Why Grandma Doesn't Know Me. And it was inspired by a quotation by Irma Bombeck. Your grandmother pretends not to know who you are on Halloween. Well, having worked for 15 years as a registered music therapist with nursing home residents who suffer from dementia, I know for a fact that grandmas may not know who you are any time of the year, and she's not pretending either. So the book is about a grandmother who lives in a nursing home and she has Alzheimer's. And on one Halloween night, in a sudden moment of lucidity, she tells her teenaged granddaughter a family secret. In shock, the girl doesn't know what to do, so she tells her parents. And of course, this revelation is tearing the family apart. And so the book is about how the family is dealing with this. It starts around Halloween, and it ends at Christmas time. So it make a perfect book to read over the holidays. And I imagine perhaps all year through, it would make a great gift. Right now, it's only available for purchase from Amazon, Smashwords, and other online resources. But uh, I did email a file to Bookshare yesterday. So hopefully it will be there soon. Bard is gonna take some more time and effort, but I will, do my best, and hopefully it'll get there eventually. So, but in the meantime, you can visit my website. I do publish with DLD books, but I have my own website. It is https colon slash slash www dot abby 
Johnson Taylor, A-B-B-I-E-J-O-H-N-S-O-N-T-A-Y-L-O-R.com. And when you go to that link, my book's information will come right up because that's the homepage and you'll find a synopsis, an excerpt, links to where you can order the book. I've even got a review up there. And when this podcast goes live, I will see if I can download it and put that up there as well. So that's, um, I thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk, talk about my book. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thanks, Abby. Sir. This is her sixth book. So it's great to be able to share her as an author with all of you. And I hope folks will benefit from hearing the vast variety of authors and books that our communities develop. But we have an entire different genre to share with you with our next illustrious guest. And it's none other than Cheryl <laughs> McNeil Fisher. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to take a moment to share about mine. My books are available audible. The best way to get print books is to get them through me because I'm going to give you the best discount. Um, I always have quite an inventory of my books because most of them are sold when I do presentations. My memoirs are written through children's books. I have three Cindy and Sammy books. Cindy Lou and Sammy 2, Go to the Mall, The Adventures of a Guide Dog Team. Cindy Lou and Sammy 2, Meet New Friends at the Zoo, The Adventures of a Guide Dog Team. Surprise Sammy, it's your birthday. They are being revised for ebooks. They are available in Audible. And the best place to get them in print would be through me. They are not in large print. My books are 5.5 by 8.5 inches, full color illustrations, early chapter books. Each one is a longer book. The first book is 32 pages, and each one has more information in it. The reading age is from first to up to fourth grade. No older kids enjoy them too. Adults enjoy them. The fourth book is History, Mystery in Philadelphia, which I have pretty much finished. It'll be released in summer of next year. And I also have Apple Batter Up, sister book. It's the second one will be the a Christmas book next year. This is based on stories of my sister and I. Apple Batter Up, I just did a new cover for that. It's got these angelic, pretty girls on the front. And then an image overlay, which shows one of the girls getting ready to swing a baton and an apple coming at her. And that's about us playing whack the apple in the house with a bushel of Macintosh apples. And I'm alive to tell you about it. So each one of the Cindy and Sammy book, the children learn about training, the commands, the way a guide dog team bonds and works together, as well as in the zoo book, at the end of each chapter, tell about the animal that Cindy and Sammy meet at the zoo and their natural habitat, something special about them. Something that some people don't know, like the reason the zebra is not domesticated, because a zebra's disposition is consistent by being inconsistent. Anyone who's ever tried to ride a zebra will end up on their butt. Another book is Balter and Lightning in Nabbed. That's about an old golden retriever and an old horse who go through a magic door in the barn. They become superheroes. The horse can fly. 
and they become Bolter and Lightning. And they save the day, rescue little Pekingese who escaped underneath the fence and got away, and she got dognapped. Time Capsule is a book that I wrote about a lady that's in the nursing home. It's her memoir. That was great for me because of the relationship that we built together, as well as learning how to put the memoir together. I have struggled with my own memoirs. I've done them through children's books and working with Denise and so much history. The book has the Tiffany clock from Grand Central on the front cover because that's where she and her husband, her fiance, they met and said goodbye underneath the clock at Grand Central. When he got on the train, heading out South Pacific in World War II, and she didn't see him again for three years. I have other books in process, other children's books, other workbooks. So that's a little about me right now. Thank you. And your website, Cheryl. CherylMcNeilFisher.com. Or you can go to WritingWorksWonders.com, and there's a link there for us. Very good quarter of the hour so we have time for just maybe one or two more Deanna I only want to talk about one book I've written a lot of stuff since I think my first published work was when I was in the fourth grade in anthologies magazines newsletters online all over I'm primarily a poet but I also write essays and a little bit of short stories but this book that I brought out 2021 I wrote it for a particular reason. My mother was turning 90. Because of COVID, I wasn't going to be able to be with her. And she's always been a fan of my writing. The book that I had closest to being done was a chronicle of my life of 50 years of working with guide dogs. So it covers the period from the summer between high school and college when I got my first guide dog, our adventures in college, my first job, her retirement, and my leaving the Peace Corps. Then picks up with my second dog when I return from the Peace Corps and I have a baby. Goes on to the present where I have my ninth guide dog who's over on his bed across the room scratching. He's a German Shepherd. So I'm 73 and I've had a lot of fun with my life, done a lot of interesting things. And much of it was possible because of having someone in my corner who thought I walked on water. Besides my mother, that is. um, there's poetry there are essays philosophical essays and there's also the ups and downs of of being a blind woman and raising kids and running businesses and having all kinds of different jobs accompanied by nine beautiful guide dogs and it's available on amazon and it is also edited and helped me get it up on smashwords and on amazon with the help of dldbooks.com, which you've heard about before, slash, and two initials, D, as in my name, Deanna, Q, as in quiet water. My last name is N, as in Nancy, O-R-I-E-G, as in golf, A, and then slash. And that that will get you to my author page. Go to it. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you, Deanna. Thank you so much. And Maddie Fletcher. And thank you so much for giving me a moment to speak. My first book, Campbell's Rambles, How a Seeing Eye Dog Retrieved My Life, is on the NLS website and also on Bookshare. 
all of my books are on Amazon. I have one out that's a literary fiction that's for children ages eight through adult. It's called Bubba Tales, T-A-I-L-S, from the Puppy Nursery at the Seeing Eye, written by King Campbell, a.k.a. Bubba. I typed it for him. And um, my, my latest work, Pathway to Freedom, Broken and Healed, How a Seeing Eye Dog Retrieved My Life, Second Edition, is the first book in what will be a memoir trilogy, and it will span, the, the entire trilogy will span from 2010 through 2020. I'd just like to invite you over to pattysworlds.com. P-A-T-T-Y-S-W-O-R-L-D-S.com. You can find my books, my blog, my Writer's writer's Grapevine magazine, and more all in one stop shopping. Thank you again, and have a blessed day, everybody. Thank you. We are going to ask if you'd like to read your response to the prompt for the words grumpy, beyond, structured, snarky and whisper carol mackey oh thank you thank you i love these prompts they really keep me writing thank you beyond belief a brave but compulsive cat decides that days deserve enthralling (laughs) exploits for formidable grumpy hostile and impish jellyfish kept locked mutely near an oversized pond, playing quietly with a rotating rooster on a snarky structured tipping treadmill, unheard by a visionary whispering witticisms while Xeroxing yellow Zambonis. Thank you. Abby Taylor. Hi, everybody. This is Abby Taylor. I'm in Sheridan, Wyoming, in case anyone's wondering. And this piece is called The Elderly Gentleman in the Woods. In a little house in the meadow beyond the apple orchard lives a grumpy, snarky old man. He was once an English professor, providing a structured learning environment for eager students. He lived in the city, but now, with his children gone and his wife dead, he sits in his country house, listening to the wind whisper in the trees and trying unsuccessfully to restore order to his life. And you can read a longer version of this piece on my blog at H- at Abby, Abby's Corner, A-B-B-I-E-S-C-O-R-N-E-R dot WordPress, W-O-R-D-P-R-E-S-S dot com. Marlene, you'll need to unmute. Right. Okay. This is called Beyond the Riverbanks. Beyond the Peaceful Riverbanks. A predator worked. Be careful, I smell danger. Grumpy old Gordon Toad croaked. His snarky expression told everyone gathered that he felt 
himself to be in the know. They heard Blue Waterfall whisper, come over here and I will cover you, shelter you. Bucky Beaver looked up from the structured dam he was padding into shape and asked, what is it? Herman Hedgehog huffed, humans. And that's a piece without practice. <laughs> Pamela Johnson. Hello, I don't have a title, title for this, but here goes. They were walking along the beautiful shops, along the lovely sidewalks, and the lovely town had nothing but blue banners out saying, fall fun, come and join, and balloons all over the place. They kept walking, and, and the friend, the friend named Don said to his friend named Fred, Hey, why do you look so grumpy? And Fred says to Don, Grumpy? That was really a snarky comment. <laughs> you look really funny, you know that? And, and both boys started punching at each other. Then one of them says, Let's go walking uh, over to uh, over to this place. I'm going to tell you where it is when we get there. It's a big surprise. So they started walking and walking, and past the shops, past past uh, all the beautiful balloons and and festive banners. They kept walking and walking, and they saw a gate. It was a gate with an entrance that looked like kind of like a house, the front of a house. And Don goes, beyond there, a great big surprise. Matter of fact, they have a real structured program of eating and exercise. They walk in past the gate, past the house front. And what do they see? An elephant and a horse, a small horse. Don says to Fred, this here is Sandy pointing to the horse. And this one over here pointing to the baby elephant, is windmill. The elephant was punching at the horse with playfully at, with his trunk, and the horse running around the elephant, having all kinds of fun with each other. And Fred said with a whisper, my gosh, this is absolutely incredible. And he had the biggest smile on his face. So both boys started laughing. And that's, That's terrific. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And this is for the Writing Works Wonders Writing Contest. We got down to 12 finalists, and then we had down to three. And those three are Rebecca Valadares at third. And second is Natalie Watkins. And Carol Mackey, you got first place. Surprise. Yay. 
You all did a fabulous job. Everybody did a great job. Yeah, I was surprised too. Look at that. Yay, everybody. Y'all did a great job. Thank you for being a part of this. This was wonderful. Thank you. And thank you to our other judges, Annie Tiapetta and Deanna Noriega. Thank you so much for helping Kathy and I with this. And we are just blessed to have all of you in our lives. Thank you. Congratulations, Carol. And then I want to say next week's prompt, 60 words of hope. So that means just 60 words of hope. And I hope that that you all have hope in your life and you all bless our lives. So thank you. Back to you, Kath. Don't miss next Friday when our guest author talks about writing holiday books. How, why, different formats and genres. Our special guest will be Writer, author, Seamus King. Writing Works Wonders weekly writing prompts are quick creativity boosters. Writers of all skill levels are enjoying them, and so are we. They're available on our website, and also you can sign up for them and receive them delivered to your inbox, along with our Zoom alerts. Just visit writingworkswonders.com and click Contact Us. If you would like to read your writing prompt response on the air today, you'll be able to do that. So you can raise your hand for that. In addition, if you would like to receive them delivered to you or respond online, go to writingworkswonders.com, contact us. You'll see writing prompts and you'll be able to post your response to any of those prompts right there. We have other options for you to respond as well. We want to encourage your writing success. Thank you for joining us today on Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. A tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. You can also tap on the link for writingworkswonders.com. It'll take you directly to all the show notes and information that we shared today and you can sign up to receive the Zoom link so that you can be live with us when we are recording. You can also contact us at info at writingworkswonders.com. Our phone number is 347-647-0221. All donations go to the expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep our podcast running. Kathy and I want you to feel encouraged and inspired and know the wonder of writing. And until next time, our friends, keep on writing. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.